Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and uh, we appreciate y'all being with us today uh, to hear the message that Brother Landon has for you. And we pray that it's a blessing and a help to you. Amen. All right. Uh, what Brother Landon is going to do is uh, he's going to teach on what to do while waiting on the Lord. What to do while waiting on the Lord. All right, we pray that uh, this message is a blessing to you. Amen. Okay, so here is Brother Landon. I have a message prepared for you today on what to do while waiting on the Lord. What to do while waiting on the Lord. The first thing that we're going to look at with this thought, we're going to, we're going to go in first and look at living clean and holy. So if you would, go ahead and open up your Bible with me to the book of Romans. We're going to be in the book of Romans. Look over in chapter 13. Romans 13, we're going to look at verses 11 down to verse 14. Notice right here, the Bible reads, And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Verse 13. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantingness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Now noticing right here with living clean and holy, you know, the way that we live our lives should be an outward reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ and His Spirit and His Holy Spirit that is inside of us. The Lord wants us to be living a clean life, you know, that's pleasing to Him so that we won't be fulfilling our flesh but living a life, you know, walking in the Spirit and bringing Him honor and glory. Let me ask you a question. Are you living clean? Well, in one of the ways of living clean, we have to, number one, we have to watch our speech. Look over with me in the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Flip over there with me. Right after Galatians, Ephesians chapter 4. And as I said, you know, in one of the ways of living clean, we have to watch our speech. Notice right here in verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace 
unto the hearers. And let's just go ahead and read down the rest of the chapter for context. It says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking, notice that, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And notice right here, Here's the contrast. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Amen. Now, the way that, the way that we talk, you know, th this shows the world how that we're walking. Now, I know none of us are perfect, you know, and we have to be around this world every day, but it's important that we watch our mouths around them. Should we be cussing around them? Well, if we do, you know, first of all, you know, it just shows that we are walking in our flesh and fulfilling the lust thereof. And secondly, you know, if this world sees that, <laughs> you know, if this world sees that, you know, that, that will hurt our testimony, amen? Yes, you know, and they'll say that we haven't, that what we have isn't real, because, you know, this world, they look on the outward appearance, you know, and what they see is what we show them. Should we be talking dirty? You know, if we're talking dirty, they will see us no differently than them. Now, I know that some of us, you know, or in the workforce, you know, or out on the streets around them for long hours each day, you know, so it's important, you know, that we keep a guard on our mouth. Amen, brother. Notice what David said in Psalms 141 and verse 3. David said, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Now, we have to remember this, you know, and take it to heart because this world is watching us. Being around them, you know, it does weaken us, you know, from walking in the Spirit. You know, none of us is better than any other brother or sister in Christ. That's right. If we are not walking in the Spirit, then we will all fall in our flesh, and they'll see this. Now, what if the people we are around are there possibly that one day, you know, the Lord will see us, you know, to bring them to Him? You know, that's very possible. You know, and I know the situations will come up that will tempt us to fall in our flesh. You know, it's not easy to live the Christian life. But as the, but as the verse says, you know, we're to let no corrupt communication come out of our mouths. They need to see Christ, not our flesh. That's right, brother. You know, and also, in living clean, you know, we're not supposed to be lying. Notice right here, still in the same chapter, look at verses 22 through 25. It says, That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt, according to the, to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, 
which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Verse 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Is this you? You know, same Christians can find themselves in many situations where they just flat out lie. Well, maybe they are contemplating a certain sin, or or maybe they have already sinned, and instead of getting right, they just lie about it and try to cover up the sin. Or maybe the or maybe you know maybe the believer is just trying to he's just lying to fit in with this world. Well, regardless of the reason, we are told in verse 25, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Now, this is practical Christian living. You know, a few verses back in the context of this chapter, we see that we are to put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. Maybe, you, maybe you'd ask, well, why? Why is that? Well, as the verse continues, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Our old man is wicked and it's corrupt. We're supposed to put away that evil carnal man and we're to be walking in the spirit. Speaking truth is after the spirit and the spirit will never lead us into sin. You know, on the contrary, you know, he'll lead us into a life of living clean and holy. If we don't hearken to the old man, we'll never find ourselves in a situation that is corrupt. You know, according to Proverbs 13, 5, it says, A righteous man hateth lying. Do you hate lying? Well, we all should. It's not a sin to hate. That's right, brother. No, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. He even hates lying. Notice in Proverbs chapter 6, verses uh, 16 down to verses 19. Flip over there, Proverbs 16 with me. Proverbs 6, verses 16 to 19. It says, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, look right here, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and running to mischief. Look right here. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. You know, as a Christian, we're supposed to love what the Lord loves and hate what the Lord hates. 
And you ask, well, why is that? Well, back in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 24 and 25, it says, And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. We have the Spirit of God inside of us, and we are members one of another. We're not of this world anymore, amen? So we shouldn't speak with their tongue. We have to put off that former conversation, no matter how tempting or tempted that we are. Now notice another, another thing here with living clean and holy. Another thing is... You know, we're not to be grumbling and complaining. Look with me. Flip over one one book over. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Look at verses 14 and 16. Because we're not to be grumbling and complaining. It says, Do all things without murmuring and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Verse 16, Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Now, I know this can be hard for each and every one of us, you know, and at times, I know we're all guilty. We've all been guilty of grumbling and complaining. But we can have situations at our jobs, you know, where we can see something, you know, that is wrong and nothing's being done about it, you know, and that goes with poor management. But instead of praying about it, you know, and, you know, and doing, what, and doing what we're supposed to do, you know, what do we do? Well, because we're still flesh, we get angry and complain. But you know, why don't we distrust the Lord? You know, when things start to weigh down on us, or we feel things aren't going our way, you know, we end up murmuring just like the children of Israel did. You know, back, you know, against Moses and Aaron over in Numbers chapter 14 and verse 2. Because again, we feel like things are going bad for us and nothing's being done about it. You know something? We need to pray about it and trust the Lord. But you ask, well, why is that? Well, it's so that we may be blameless and harmless and without rebuke. Look back, verse, was it verse 15? You know, it's so that we may be blameless and harmless and without rebuke. I mean, that's how we're supposed to be living our Christian lives. You know, if, if we are murmuring and complaining, you know, our lives aren't shining in this world. 
And that will cause this world to see us as no different than them. No, we are to be living clean and holy, daily seeking the Lord, not grumbling and complaining. And just as it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, it says, in the, very, in the very God of peace, sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord doesn't want us grumbling and complaining. He wants us to be holy. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Preach, brother. If we live clean and holy... The Lord will use us for His glory. Amen. Moving on, look here, number two. What to do while waiting on the Lord? We are to be studying the Word. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. In 2 Timothy 2, 15, it says right here, Study. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But you'd, maybe you'd ask, well, why should we study? <laughs> well, verse 15, once more. Study to show thyself, look right here, approved unto God. We are to, we're, we're supposed to study to be approved of God. Right. Now, if we're not studying the Word, we're at risk of accepting, of accepting wrong teachings and also of being led into error. Now, it's right. important that we study. Yes. Notice in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. So go back to Ephesians once more. Okay, Ephesians 4, 14. Notice right here. It says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. And look right here. And carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Without studying the word, we're like children being tossed about with every doctrine. You know, that is out there. You know, the devil has his ministers spreading false doctrine out here. You know, yes, and he does. How can we spot it if we don't study? We're supposed to be an approved workman, rightly dividing the word. You know, and it's so that the Lord will be pleased. He doesn't want us as children in his word. We are to grow up into him and be soldiers that are strong in the Lord. Also, notice here also, we are to study to number two, keep us from sin. In the book of Psalms, chapter 119 and verse 11. And once more, this is, this is from David. Notice what he says right here in verse 11. In Psalms 119, verse 11. It says, Thy word, thy word, have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. 
Now notice right here, you know, whenever we get into God's Word and read it and study it, we find strength and help that we didn't have before we opened up the Word. Now this world is wicked and it's always trying to lead us into sin. If we're not in the Word, getting help from the Lord, then all evil and all temptations can overpower us because it's in the Lord's Word and from Him that we get strength. Yes. Flip over once more with me. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 13 down to verse 16. Look right here. It says, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. It says, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of, of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. And it says, Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. If we're not in the word, then how do we expect to be a good workman that needeth not to be ashamed, you know, rightly dividing the word of truth? Well, we won't be. We'll actually be ashamed when we stand before Him one day at the judgment seat. Look back at verse 13. Once more, it says, Till I come, and look right here, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Now we see three things here in this text. Number one, we see that it says give attendance to reading. And then number two, to exhortation. And number three, to doctrine. Now if we neglect the word and we neglect to study, then how are, then how are we to receive exhortation or exhort another brother or sister in Christ or you know, to learn correct doctrine. Well, without reading or studying the Word, we won't get anything from the Lord. Now, it isn't the same today as it was in the Old Testament where the Lord physically spoke to people. All of that has changed. Today, we have the full canon of Scripture, and that's how the Lord speaks to us. Now, as I close, let's look at one verse of Scripture that we may keep in mind with all that's been said so far. Look over in 1 Corinthians 15. And we're going to look at the very last verse here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15.
Amen. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Now, while waiting on the Lord, let's be steadfast, amen, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And then one day, our labor will be finished, and then we'll see our Savior face to face. Amen. <laughs> you know, what a blessed day that'll be, amen. Amen, brother. All right. Thank you so very much, Brother Landon, for uh, for this teaching on uh, what to do while waiting on the Lord. Um, you, you know, all that I will say here is um, while waiting on the Lord, you know, just stay busy. Stay busy doing something for Him. No, occupy till I come. Amen. Just stay busy. Keep working for the Lord. And uh, one day uh, the Lord will will open up another door uh, for you. You know, because you know, when he closes one door, he will open up another. That may not be uh, right after he closes the, the first door. You know, it, it could be a long time from then. Uh, because cause the Lord don't work in our time. He works in His time. All right? His timing is perfect. So while waiting on Him, just stay busy for Him. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much uh, for being with us today. Uh, thank you for... Uh, prayers for us our families our ministries uh, please continue to to pray for this podcast that the lord will continue to use it mightily for his glory amen all right so thank you so very much until next time god bless